I'm Jason Long, and this is Queer Contemplations. Double Standard. This is Pete's story. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. You'll change my name, right? Okay, good. So I've changed some details. Yeah, no, I'm ready, I'm ready, let's go. Soap opera, reality TV show, flagship TV drama, four superhero films, a World War II epic, period drama, and now this. There I was. Here I am. I've made it. The pock-faced boy from the backwater of Britain. A sex symbol. Three houses, four cars, beautiful family. It had been a long time coming, and I'd worked bloody hard. But here it is. In my hand, listener, I am holding my first award. All mine. It's got my name on it. I've been nominated before, but but with this movie, I actually won. I can't say I'm surprised. It's about time. And that film was bloody brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I was brilliant. <laughs> but so were the rest of the cast. The, the crew, the writers, it was, it was a great film. A masterpiece. Now I'll be frank. The fact that I played gay sealed the deal this time round. Straight actors tend to win awards when they play gay. It's just the way it is. It's the industry's worst kept secret. As soon as the part came up, my agent was on the phone and the script was sent over. I was cast the next day. Didn't even hesitate. Some years ago, as some people may remember, I hit the headlines after that homophobic slur. Slight hiccup. It was all over the internet. You probably saw it. I was getting death threats on social media for months. Gay rights groups singled me out, made an example of me. They were burning effigies of me at pride marches. Not literally. Journalists outside my house, the lot. After that, my career was in tatters. I locked myself away in the countryside, a forgotten man. But it gave me time to reflect. And I built armour. Once it all died down, I defended my position. I had to. Work had stopped and I was going out of my mind with boredom. You know, people ask me all the time why I went into acting. I tell them it's about truth. See, many people consider it a liar's game, but for me, portraying a character is about knowing what it is to be them. So playing their part is telling their truth. Do I get it right all the time? No, probably not. But truth is a construct. Perception is reality. I didn't mean to be homophobic in what I said, but I was humble and apologetic. A legal team wrote me a script for the press. I read it with sincerity and in earnest. I played the part of a man who had learned his lesson. I spent thousands on PR at the time. I donated to LGBTQIA plus charities, befriended openly gay actors to be papped with in Soho. I'd look all glum and remorseful. They looked all understanding and supportive. I had to get that balance absolutely right, define the character and stick to it. But it was a close call. One little slip of the tongue, that's all it was. That's all it took to almost end me. How can that be right? 
there was so much vitriol, so much anger and hate towards me when I didn't mean it. How can we live in a world where... Well, you know. I've stopped with social media now. It's all... I'm just sensitive to anger, I suppose. And that's what it's become, hasn't it? Just anger. Yes, the movie. The movie's set in the 1950s. North England, two neighbours, well, friends, each living the dream, wife, kids, good steady jobs. Until they're in the pub one night when a man taps twice on their table. Now, to those in the know, this meant let's go have some fun round the back. Our heroes each have a moment of realisation that the other knows what's going on. Their eyes meet and they know what the other is thinking. So they begin an illicit and illegal affair, which eventually leads to... Well, I won't give any spoilers. Beautiful story. Tragic, but beautiful. Mike, who plays my on-screen lover, is gay in real life. And they say he deserved the award more than I did. There's this double standard. I play gay and I get the award. He plays the part almost as good as me and clearly more authentically. Yet gets a fraction of the recognition. Yes, I know you want to know about the sex scene. Everybody asks about the sex scene. It was one of the last scenes we did because I'd had to lose some weight and we, we had a rapport to build. So they delayed the whole thing for us, and yeah, yeah, it was... Yeah. I'd done sex scenes before, and I, I know most actors say it's just another day in the office and shrug it off like it's nothing. But this was different. You know, I've, I've never done gay before, and yeah, yeah, it was different. It was strange. I was nervous. Anxious, kind of. I felt like I had to relinquish control, which was new for me. Mike was professional, though. He made me feel at ease, and in the end, he, he very much lit it, which made sense. We had a couple of beers before shooting, which helped. It was supposed to be all sincere and tender. But we were both rigid to begin with. Like I said, beer helped. We toured to promote the film a few months later. L.A., New York, London. I hate spending time away from my kids, particularly around the holidays... But it had to be done. It's all part of the work I do. She understands. There was this one night we were promoting the film on the on this indie movie show in New York. Nobody bloody watches it. It's one of those one of those ones you just have to tick off the list. I stuck to the script, thanking the writers, the importance of queer representation in cinema. The same lines I'd used in every promo reel. Mike was talking so eloquently about the film, about his personal struggles as a gay man landing a, a leading role in a big-budget movie. He talked about how he wants to one day play straight a straight leading man, but spoke about the unlikelihood of that happening. I admired him. I like to have my words written down, then I figure out how to say them, whereas his thoughts just rolled off his tongue. He ribbed me on the show for the praise I've received for doing gay. He was talking about this double standard and I was so engrossed by what he was saying. I guessed I'd been staring at him a little too long, laughing a little too hard at his jokes. He's a great speaker. A great speaker. He's, he's articulate, erudite. Well, my Twitter feed blew up. 
there was this gif they made, memes of me staring at him, hashtag the gaze, was trending for a few hours. I didn't understand, nobody watches that show, yet there we were, viral. There was all this speculation about me being in love with Mike. Was it accusatory? I don't know, it was all sort of jokey. My team started to frame it as a PR stunt, wanted me to use it to my advantage. But then there were calls of appropriation, of caricaturing. None of it was serious. The backlash, it was just boredom, I think. People tapping away on their phones while the show was on. The internet picked up on this one funny thing and ran with it. Whatever. It did wonders for the film. Boosted its profile. My profile. It was like everybody had forgotten the slur that got me in there in the first place. Of course, that was the whole idea. That's how I got there. My wife called, said she'd seen the memes, asked me to keep my gaze just for her. She thought it was funny. I laughed it off, but when she told me she couldn't remember the last time I looked at her like that. Eventually she forgot, so did the internet. A couple of days, things were back to normal. The hashtag dropped out of my feed and I was in, in a London hotel. Mike, who hadn't spoke to me since the show, knocked on my door. He was worried about me. He thought I'd be embarrassed by the whole thing. Said he remembered how much I disliked social media and how poorly I'd reacted the last time I went viral. But I told him I was fine. That I found the whole incident funny. And you can't pay for that kind of publicity. But he didn't believe me. We had a couple of drinks together and... Mike ended up apologising. He, he said the whole thing never would have happened were we both straight. Can you believe that? He was apologising to me for his sexuality, essentially. That's what it boils down to. At least that's how I took it. I don't understand why he did that. He said it was terrible the way the public had made this whole thing up about me being in love with him. And it was only because the characters were gay. And I kissed him. I kissed him. It wasn't like in the films where two people are sitting next to one another and one just leans in. He was literally on the other side of the room. I stood up, walked over, knelt down and kissed him. We spent the night together, but came to a mutual understanding in the early hours of the following morning in a post-coital haze that we could never be anything. We could never tell anyone. The truth is I'd been thinking about our sex scene together a lot since it happened. The gaze... The gaze, it turned out, was kind of based on more than my admiration for his insight. It was different from when we shot the movie. I'd sensed something for the first time, this, this spark of something when he touched me. There was something there and it stayed with me, but in the hotel he'd loosened up. He wasn't the strict professional, rehearsed and studied, that he was on set. Before he left, I told him it could ruin my family, my career, everything. I'd probably never work again. The wife wouldn't understand. It would be... I can't even imagine what my life would be like without my career. I don't know what I'd do. His husband's life would be... Mike and I could never be together. Not publicly anyway. Not publicly. But could we keep it quiet if we carried on? 
Mike would no doubt find work if it all came out. He'd be honest from the start. He'd probably be patted on the back for it. The man who turned the straight movie star. We decided never to talk about it again. I didn't see him after that until the awards. We managed to avoid each other at the premiere. I was so nervous about seeing him. I didn't want another social media shitstorm. I didn't want anybody to know or to think or to sense anything had happened. That there was truth in the gossip. I wanted it all to be forgotten and then... I was making my speech. I'd written it, I'd rehearsed it, I'd read it to people, friends, my wife. I knew exactly what I was going to say. I shouldn't have said what I said, but I was emotional at the time. I had all this going on. I was scared I was going to lose everything. I wanted to make a joke about it all, lighten the mood. I wanted to, to distance myself. I made this comment about Mike. It, it wasn't written down. It just came to me when I was up there, actually. I, the comment about the, the effeminate way he walks up there on stage. The crowd laughed. It was funny until the hashtag don't censor my walk started trending. <sighs> Again, people were up in arms. Suddenly, I, the actor who won an award for his portrayal of a gay man, was the wrong choice for the role. A whole conversation started about what it is and isn't okay to say about the gay community. Questions about gay people's struggles to find work in film trickled down into conversations about employment in other industries. It was huge. The film, which made millions in the box office, was banned from streaming platforms. It came out on DVD, but sales were awful. Reviews were terrible. But people weren't talking about me and Mike anymore. I figure I'm just one sincere apology from being back in the game. I mean, it sparked a conversation, and that's a good thing, right? I was the victim of a system that allowed me to say what I said, yet after I said it, it became bigger than me. Maybe some little gay kid felt empowered to stick up for the way he walks. Maybe someone changed their mind about gays by engaging in a conversation that I started. If anything, I'm a huge asset to the community thanks to my privileged platform. And would I play gay again? Who knows? I've been playing straight my whole life. Stuart James Barham. Thank you, Stuart. Thanks for listening to Queer Contemplations. For more information on this episode, please visit longstoriesmedia.com. Next week in Queer Contemplations. So, tomorrow will be the day I tell the man I love. I'll be by his side until the day we die. And until then, I'll do everything I can to make him happy.